Hello and welcome to the Chip Away podcast. My name's Adam and I talk with passionate construction professionals and try to chip away at what it is to build, create and shape the landscape we live in. Today on the show is Tara Garner. Tara is a photographer from California. She is the founder and creative eye of Under Construction Photography. Tara's family has been in the ironworkers trade for five generations. She brings construction heritage and a strong work ethic to produce the best construction images you will find. Trust me, she has some awesome shots. Uh, It was an absolute honor to have her come on the show and share the great efforts she's undertaking to promote the hard work of the construction industry's frontline men and women. You should definitely pause this podcast right now and check her out on Instagram at UCP by Tara or lowercase. This one was really enlightening. I feel that Tara's onto something with her mission and is doing important work to say the least. Uh, as she says herself, what I shoot today is tomorrow's history. Okay, Tara, thanks for coming on the podcast. I appreciate your time. How are you doing? It looks like you've had a busy couple of weeks uh, lately. Yeah, yeah. No, thanks for having me. Um, I mean, I always try to stay busy. Mm -hmm. uh, But uh, yeah, yeah, no, I've been running around uh, trying to make the rounds on on the projects uh, that I'm contracted on right now. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Great. Can we get a bit of uh, background on on yourself and um, kind of who you are and what you do and what your um, what your business is? Yeah, yeah. So I uh, I come from five generations of union iron workers out of Los Angeles. Um, I have two older brothers that are in the trade. Uh, my father was the business manager. Uh, he worked the ranks politically starting in the 80s uh, for his local union. My uncle also joined politically, uh, I want to say in the 90s. He became a business agent. Um, and and then his son joined the iron workers and then his son's son joined. So, I mean, yeah, I've got five generations um, in the trade. And so I have just a very uh, deep connection kind of from birth, you know, uh, with all the heavily male dominated figures in my life being iron workers. Um, and uh that's my family history. And then so I, when I started working, uh, I worked for, I did work for the iron workers for about a year or so doing compliance. Uh, and then I transferred over to IBEW, which is the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers. I was clerical though. I wasn't an actual electrician. I was, you know, in, in, uh, office as staff. And, um, and so working for IBEW, I was the dues lady behind the window. Mm-hmm. And so what that gave me was direct contact with the members, you know, uh, very personal contact to a certain degree because they're having to pay their dues every month. And with that comes struggle at times. And, and so I would hear a lot, you know, uh, from all different aspects of it. And it gave me a, a deeper appreciation as well, holding that kind of, you know, 
job for as long. I was there for 10 and a half years mm. working for IBW as the dues lady, <laughs> right. yeah. um, working for local 11 and then working for local 45, which is so local 11 is the construction side of IBEW. Mm -hmm. And then Local 45 is the broadcasting side of IBEW. So it was really kind of cool to see both aspects of the electrician's trade, right, uh, where they do all this construction and then all of a sudden they're hosting or they're they're doing the production on, like, the Bill Marsh show or um, the Major League Baseball games. They're, you know, it mm -hmm. was very involved, and so it was really neat just to see that flip side of the industry. Um and uh, so when I was working for IBEW, my father, so when I was working for Local 11 in 2011, we had a really bad work recession uh, between 2008, I want to say to like 2012 probably is when it ended. And uh, so within that time, I'm working at Local 11 and we had an out of work book that was over over a thousand members out of work and uh, so they had a major layoff and mm -hmm. it was 12 of us lost our jobs and it was all by rank and file um, and it was really sad it, because I had seen women that had been there for 25 years lose their job all of a sudden you know mm -hmm. um, uh, so that was really hard to take in and then three days later my father passed away oh, unexpectedly wow. yeah so it was really I don't know, like, I just felt like my world imploded, you know, mm -hmm. um, I lost my job. And then three days later, my father passes away unexpectedly. Um, and, and so it was devastating. And I, I'm a single parent as well. I have a teenage daughter. Um, and I have her full custody full time. And, and so, you know, I, I just have to say, coming from working the nine to five job, I was always, my parents helped me raise my child. I would drop her off at like six in the morning and I wouldn't get home till 7.30 at night. And so I, I didn't even have time to cook dinner. You know, it was like mm. run here, run there, sit in traffic, sit in the office all day. And oh, by the way, I have homework. And you know, it was just exhausting. And, and, and so I got to say like when I was finally laid off in, 2015 um I was kind of grateful mm. you know in a weird way because I was exhausted of working that that office job that nine to five routine you know commuting to my job uh my hours were nine to six and mm. so it was like the worst hours to be in traffic <laughs> <laughs> so anyways um but while I was working at IBEW uh, so I had lost my father when I was at local 11. Um, I'd lost my job there. I took a year off of work. I moved back home with my mom, uh, help her out, you know, just, uh, emotionally. And I was out of a job, so not much financially she was helping me. Um, but I needed time off, you know, I lost my dad, I lost my job and, and I've got this, this child that needs me big time. Uh, and so it gave me the opportunity to really, really be involved in raising my kid, you know, and not having my, rely on my parents to do it for me. Um, and so while I was off work for about a year, uh, IBW 45, gives me a call saying they're in need of a dues lady. And I was like, I'm your girl. I got hired on the spot for my interview. Um, and that's when I had started at local 45. So I went 
from local 11, seven and a half years, laid off in 2011, and then started back up in 2012 uh, for local 45, uh, doing dues. And it was great. It was a way smaller local. You know, I went from construction industry with massive amounts of members. I mean, I'm dealing with dues and money that's like, you wouldn't believe, right? Because mm -hmm. it was so huge. And then I'm working for 45 and they're just 1,500 members, really, really small. Mm -hmm. um, and I liked that. I liked how tiny it was and how personable it was as well. Um, but uh, while I was working there, I noticed construction started to pick up. I'm in a high rise building, like 24 stories high. We're on the seventh floor. Now I'm working for a local union and, and I'm the dues lady, right? But mm -hmm. because we're in a high rise, like I didn't have any windows where I was sitting. I couldn't see outside. Mm -hmm. My only window was the boardroom, which was across the hall. Uh, and so on my breaks, I really enjoyed leaving and getting outside. Um, and while I would be outside on my breaks, I noticed that construction, like all of a sudden just started to boom around me. Tower cranes are being erected, um, you know, just all this work. And I was like, wow, you know, this is really neat to see, um, up close and personal like that, you know, like, I mean, I'd work in the industry. I've been around it my whole life, but I had never seen the work per se, right? Mm -hmm. Physically being done on a, on a up close personal level, never seen it. I mean, mm. it's kind of sad and I don't know, whatever, but I just really hadn't, you know, I, I hadn't really, I guess, cared about it so much either. I, you know, I mean, I cared, my brothers were in it, my father, my uncles, my cousins, but they were good. You know, they're out there busting their butts and doing their thing. And I'm working my world over here, you know? Um, but losing my dad and then being kind of confronted like face to face with all this work around me um it really touched something you know I just all of a sudden was like just really fascinated because you know I hadn't seen how some of it was performed and uh so in the building or well so there was a parking lot next to my building they had dug a hole and they were going to erect a new building there. And so they, they, they're putting in a tower crane in the hole. And, uh, on my break, I go to the like fifth level parking garage and I've got a perfect view of these guys putting this tower crane up. And I was like, mm. I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen like, I mean, I'm sure you have, right. A mm. tower crane being erected. It's, it's pretty amazing. Mm. Um, and kind of scary at the same time if you're really watching them oh, yeah. you know they're walking this jib that's like way up there <laughs> <laughs> and i mean i was terrified for them as i'm watching them but totally like wowed at the same time you know and uh so i'm taking pictures with my with my phone because it's all i had mm -hmm. um and while i'm shooting i'm like you know i bet i know a few of those guys doing that work um and so on my break i ran down to to meet to meet and greet them kind of and see who they were they saw me taking pictures from the fifth level as well mm -hmm. um and i like waved at them you know and uh and this was just all the beginning of me even getting involved in taking pictures and getting to know these guys on i don't know that kind of a level as well mm -hmm. uh so i go down on my break and the first guy that I see, I hadn't seen since my father's funeral. Um, um, and so it was impactful to see him again, you know, and he immediately 
started talking about my dad, you know, and then this other guy comes up where his father uh, was an old timer that knew my dad and his grandfather too. And so he was a generational hand uh, from 433. And so I don't know, like to have that common uh, connection, you know, um, I don't know, it just felt good, you know, and mm -hmm. I felt instantly connected to them. And to talk about my dad, it was like, I don't know, you don't want your loved ones to like ever be forgotten. Mm. And, and it's a big deal. Like, I don't want these guys to forget who he was because he fought because he was involved politically. He fought so hard for what was right for them. You know, he had two mm. sons and nephews that were in the trade. So he did everything in his power and and then some to always be there for his members, you know, always do what's right. Um, and he held it to a very high standard and these guys knew it, you know? Mm -hmm. So seeing me was, was, you know, it was kind of nice for them too. You know, it was, uh, yeah, I'm like, I always say I'm like the female version of my dad. <laughs> I have two yeah. brothers and they're cool too, but I tend to hold more of his mentality in certain ways. You know, mm -hmm. um, I idolized him a lot, you know, growing up, uh, mm -hmm. the weight, he was very type A personality. Couldn't tell him anything, really. <laughs> tell you. Um, but there was a the respect, you know, that mm. came with that. Um, and and uh, so, you know, to see these guys, it was really cool to talk about my dad. It was really nice. And it was just a great connection. And kind of from there, I just had like this epiphany, you know, and I started looking around me at all these other structural jobs, you know, and I'm like, now I'm like, okay, where's there more of them? <laughs> mm -hmm. I need to find more of them. Yeah. I need to talk to more of them, you know, because it was therapeutic for me, actually. I was hurting mm. inside. I was feeling very, you know, disconnected and lost. And, you know, I just, uh, I needed to find some light. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm, totally. You know, like yeah. at the end of the tunnel, you know. Absolutely. Um, and they gave it to me. <laughs> yeah. And it was really touching. I mean, I got to say, I really, uh, it just really benefited. And still to this day, it, mm -hmm. it's a therapeutic tool, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so that was just kind of the beginning and my background. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Thank um, you. Yeah. You know, where I come from and why. Absolutely. Yeah. So I wonder, were you interested in photography before all of this or is it just you kind of felt compelled to take photos of those sites and it's kind of rolled on from there? Yeah, really, that's what it was. I mean, I always admired photography. I admire art, you know, I'm a mm -hmm. very colorful person, I guess you could yeah. say, right? And and I enjoy uh, getting feeling out of stuff, you know, getting feeling out of visually seeing things or, you know, um, but I never dabbled into it ever. You know, I always appreciated the artist and never thought I, I don't know. I just never put the effort into it to know that I had those abilities as well. You know, I was very content in my office job, you know, typing away, you know, mm -hmm. plugging in numbers and processing paperwork. And I really thought that was like, where I'd retire one day. I mm. thought that was my career, you know? Um, mm. So to do this now is like, I mean, it really just goes to show like you're really capable of doing, you know, we have so much more 
to offer that we don't realize, mm. you know, and, mm -hmm. and don't let complacency or contentment so much get the best of you. Yeah. But I, you know, I just didn't realize I kind of had to go through like a very tragic experience of losing my dad, and losing my job mm. to have that epiphany or that mind set on what was, what, what I'm needing to get out of the hurt that I was feeling, mm. you know? Mm. Mm, that's really interesting. Um, it's such an yeah. inspired journey how it's all come about. Like you say, there's such a strong connection with your father. Um, yeah. And I want to talk about some of your your photography, of course. So um, I wonder, obviously, you say it kind of started with taking photos of these guys who are putting up that tower crane and, and you wanted to meet them and talk to them and you found that therapeutic. Um, so I wonder what what now, do you still have that kind of connection? Is that still in your mind about you? maybe communicating with your dad in some way through your photography or has it taken on a, a different light as well or? Yeah. I mean, I could say both probably, you know, mm. uh, every time I step foot on a new job, um, you know, I kind of get those feelings all over again too. I wear his old hard hat oh, on the, in the field. And so guys that knew him, uh, they know that that's pretty symbolic to who he was as well. And I kind of hold that, like he's with me, you know? Mm, um, mm -hmm. But um, I guess, uh, you know, the point of me doing it was to go after the guys and the women, the, the people that are performing the work because they were mm. a direct reminder of my father and, and kind of his mentality and attitude and the language they speak and, mm. you know, and, and so, that's how it started. And then I can honestly say that hasn't really left at all. Mm. You know, I still absolutely my go-to is to talk to them before almost I even take their pictures. You know, mm -hmm. um, I really enjoy the stories that they tell me, whatever yeah. it is, even it has nothing to do with my father. Uh, they, they feel the need to tell me things and I love listening to it. It's mm -hmm. really, I think it's kind of therapeutic for both of us, you know, Yeah, I, can imagine. I don't know. I mean, it's just different. You know, I like to really connect with them on a personal level before I start shooting them as well. You know, mm -hmm. I, I want them to know why I'm there, that I'm not there for like super selfish reasons, or I'm not some Joe photographer stepping foot on site. I actually have a cause and a purpose and, and a reason to be here. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and that's, what's really important to me to communicate to the workers, you know, so mm -hmm. they know, um, because then we can start off uh, in a real positive direction, you know, yeah, I can imagine that would be um, that would be a big draw for a lot of workers to know that you have that background and that you have that connection to the industry. Like you say, you're not just a, a photographer who's there to shoot. You you know the language, so that, that maybe I know at least in my experience, a lot of construction workers maybe aren't all that comfortable having their photos taken, or at least some of them anyway, um, or have never even given it a thought about why someone would want to come and take a photo of them at work. So um, it's pretty cool that you can have that connection and maybe that will help them open up a little bit and be willing to get the shot that you're after. Right. And that's part of what I, you know, why I do it too is, you know, you got to kind of get your, your, they got to be comfortable in order to kind of get what you're looking to get out of them. Mm -hmm. You know, as an artist photographer, um, talking to these workers because you're, you're not talking to, I mean, they're, they're 
humans just like you and I, you know, mm -hmm. and I think a lot of people forget that, that they are put in like this stereotypical category of these tough, brawn, mean guys, yeah. you know, and I got to be honest with you, a good portion of them are not those guys. Mm -hmm. They may look like that, but they are more human than, you know, some guy that works in an office somewhere actually sometimes, you know, because mm -hmm. they have a different connection, you know, they're physically and mentally having to put themselves, uh, into their jobs, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so it just kind of takes a different kind of mentality and person, you know, and that's what I really like to celebrate, you know, is, mm. is getting away from that stereotype. These people are humans, you know, they're dads and brothers and sisters and, you know, and they all matter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. They do all matter. And I feel like yeah. in, in your photos, you really, you do a great job at portraying those workers, men and women as kind of heroes really like they're very heroic sort of photos the images that you're kind of putting out there um i think that's really cool because at least maybe in public opinion um i can't really comment on what it's like in in the u.s too much but um traditionally there's quite a negative stigma around construction workers like you say they're these rough and ready people and they're covered in tattoos and they're basically criminals and 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 even the construction industry is just a place to go for people who didn't do well in school or something like that. But um, I really like the way that you're maybe trying to shine the light on, on a different story um, and, and even bring attention to the, to the work and that the value that they bring. So that's really right. cool. Yeah. Right. And you know, and, and a lot of them have those stories, you know, some mm. of them have a criminal background. Mm. Some of mm -hmm. them have had, enormous struggle to get where they're at today and and I can honestly say that every single one of them is just bettering their lives doing this career you know and mm -hmm. they could have been locked up or dead somewhere and they chose not to be and they chose a career instead mm -hmm. um, to to better their lives and their families and themselves or whatever you know and so yeah it's really important you know, because they're human, <laughs> you know, we all, yeah. we're all flawed, you know, yeah. we all erred, we all sin, or however you want to put it, you know, so um, they're no, again, they're no different than any other person out there, but, but there is that huge stigma, because we, they do at times, you know, yeah, they, they, they find people that are down and out, you know, but it's mm -hmm. those ones that need the opportunity sometimes where they haven't found it anywhere else, you know, mm -hmm. um, and we got to celebrate that, you know, it's really important. Yeah, absolutely. I think we're all meant to do different things and there's definitely a kind yeah. of uh, maybe a construction type or a person who um, will excel in that sort of environment. And it's it's absolutely. like you say, there's people who are just so passionate. It's so hard to separate um, their lives from, from what they're doing every day because they're just in it so deeply. Um, like you say, you, you, your family's been in that industry for generations. It's, it's more than just a job for those people. That's for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's a career, you know, yeah. I mean, it's their livelihoods and their providers, you know, and, and it's important to provide and, and have that career, um, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, one great thing that I enjoy about your work as well is that you um, you obviously live in quite a diverse um, city, so there's so many different kind of people, not just uh, stereotypical types, but cultures and backgrounds and race and 
gender um, that are making up the construction industry. And I find that really um, refreshing to see images of people like that who are from, like you say, different backgrounds and very different characters, but they're all able, obviously they're all able to pull together to work on such a massive scale um, and, and get projects over the line. It's, it's pretty fantastic. And uh, you do a great job at capturing that in your photography. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, no, I love culture. I mean, I really do. I love diversity and celebrating that as well, you know, and I was just actually having that conversation with um, one of the engineers that I work with down in San Diego. He's an African-American kid and he, he's a great engineer. He's so smart and uh, he's from Africa and he is so educated though and he came here for more education and for a better life and mm -hmm. uh, I was just talking to him though just like last week or a week and a half ago about how I want to be more diverse you know and I really mm -hmm. want to bring to the forefront the diversity and the culture that we do have in these trades you know because uh, that is important to celebrate as well you know uh, yeah. people we all have a background story and where we come from and a lot of that is what helps another person if you can tell your story to someone else you know it could help I don't know you know I mean it's all good to communicate and, and uh, but this kid down south I mean he's just got a great story you know he's mm. really um, you know struggled and and it's been tough to get to where he's at you know but mm -hmm. uh his parents were like super strict on education mm -hmm. um and i think he's got like sisters like a couple sisters that are like doctors and lawyers wow. and he's this engineer and i mean it just warms my heart and makes me proud and i'm not even his parents <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know i'm like good for you Dapo. i'm like you're such a good kid you know like you keep mm -hmm. it up and I see him out in the field working so hard. He just has such a uh, unique worth work ethic, you know, and mm. and that's a whole nother uh, celebration in its own is their ethics, you know, of how they work and stuff, you know, um, yeah, and where right. they come from, you know, he had a, a strict background that taught him these things though, you know, mm. um, and I can say I, I had that as well growing up. My dad was super strict, you know, mm -hmm. but it taught me things that were very vital and important, uh, you know, as I grew up and adulted, you know, from childhood to adulthood, you know, those, those lessons were, were very important. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. And I think it would, um, it would stand those kind of characters well in, in our industry because uh, there's kind of no hiding in construction. You have to be able to bring it every day. And if you're not, then um, you're not going to go far. But if you, if you put in the time and work hard, you'll get rewarded, which is great. Like you were kind of touching on earlier with those people who have had all sorts of different backgrounds, but if they can bring that hard work ethic to a job like that, they know that they can get rewarded. So yeah, that's great. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm working with a program with the Ironworkers. I mean, I've been, it's a youth build program uh, where um, I did some interviews of some kids that kind of uh, were, you know, either locked up in jail or whatever and had a really tough background. Um, and so I got to sit down and interview them myself. Mm. And uh, one of them, I had just asked a business agent, hey, you know, how did all those people do? You know, I did all these interviews. Uh, who, who's made it, you know? Mm -hmm. And this one, this one guy who probably had the toughest story is doing the best, you know? Mm. Um, 
And, and I think sometimes, you know, sometimes people that have those tough stories, you know, it's really built up a resilience and tenacity in them to work hard for what, you know, cause nothing's been handed to them. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that was something taught to me is nothing's going to be handed to me. I had to work for everything I had. Mm -hmm. Um, and this kid's doing really good. And that was yeah. really great to hear. I loved hearing that. And I was like, yay, I need to interview him again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I need to see where best. he's at and what's going on. What's he been working on, you know, because he came from a very tough background, a very, very hard, almost, you know, no hope. And then he found this program, this youth build program that really caters to the trades. And, mm. you know, he's just really been able to excel. So that's, that's good to see. Yeah. yeah. I wonder uh, if we could maybe segue into women in trades from that. I know that's something that you really get behind and, and also um, maybe just to bring what we were just talking about into that. Um, I feel like at least in my own experience, um, women in trades here are very celebrated and encouraged. And again, it's that same thing. It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from. If you can bring that, enthusiasm and that passion and that hard work you can succeed at anything you know you can build skyscrapers with the best of them if you want to bring it every day it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman which is great so i wouldn't mind just hearing a little bit about what you're doing um i know you do it a lot in your social media and the photos that you're taking to support women in the trades yeah yeah you know i really try to um you know they're 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 out there they're not they're not that easy to find, um, you know, especially, I mean, like the ironworker women per se, they don't have, uh, you know, high numbers in that trade. But um, when I do find them, I, I always ask, you know, can I take a picture? You know, I know I'm here shooting the job or something else, but when I find them, I, they're my targets all of a sudden, you know, mm -hmm. and I want to celebrate them now because I found you, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's just very, very male dominated and so yeah i get a little excited inside myself when i when i run into a female uh construction worker out in the field you know busting her her ass and proving herself you know mm -hmm. um i've made i've met some really really great women out there you know and and part of what i'm going to be working on uh the with the iron workers is they really uh one of the business agents he wants to uh, unify them more. And, and so he wants to start, I don't know if it's like going to be a monthly or quarterly type meeting for all the women to get together and get to know each other, uh, get that communication door open for them. Um, because then they can help each other. They can have advice from one another. Um, it, it just, you know, it opens the door and that's what they need in this trade because they are a, a minority number and they do need help at times just like anybody you know mm -hmm. just like someone else that's down and out somewhere you know uh, a helping hand goes a long way sometimes mm -hmm. and um so yeah celebrating the women bringing them to the forefront uh i just interviewed this gal christine who's an apprentice iron worker uh, amazing woman you know i just see the tenacity inside of her and and again it's like i'm not your parents but i'm proud of you <laughs> you know <laughs> awesome. um it just makes me proud as a person to see that level of ethics and work that these women are putting forward. It's not just the men, you know, they, they level up, you know, they level up right there with the dudes mm -hmm. and, and, and that's important, you know, that's really, really cool, you know, and it's mm -hmm. inspiring for other young women who, 
maybe don't know, you know, what to do for a career and, uh, you know, the door is wide open in the construction industry. Uh, mm. there's so much opportunity. Um, and I just think a lot of people don't realize because yeah. it's under kind of that stereotype, you know, oh, wants hard work, you know, but God, it gives you so much gratification Mm-hmm. When you're done and you can complete a project or even at the end of the day, you've worked so hard, you know, I feel good. I feel great when I know I've worked hard for what I have. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Well, I think something like your your company and what you're doing is really helping shine a light on that and maybe um, helping women realize that that's a viable option, you know, um, whether men or women, we're not all kind of made for one particular job. So, um, yeah, maybe it should be promoted more um, in the kind of school level and stuff like that. I know they're trying hard to do that here. Um, And, yeah, it's great that they can be an option for anyone um, instead of thinking, oh, well, that's just a man's job or, you know, I wouldn't be able to do that. Um, You know, with some of your interviews or photos, like you say, you can – look at what these uh, women are doing every day and kind of see like, Hey, I could do that. Or I'm just like her, you know, there's nothing different. Like, why couldn't I give that a crack? So yeah, that's pretty cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, A lot of opportunity, lots of opportunity to be had, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, and and you know, take advantage. I mean, why not? You know, there's so much money and opportunity to be made in that industry uh, Mm -hmm. on both sides, men, women, whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, you just got to be willing to, you know, work hard definitely yeah but that's something we're kind of losing with our new generations of kids you know is that Mm. hard work ethic you know Mm. um i i was telling my brothers i go we're kind of the last of that generation that that gets that Mm -hmm. you know that lived through it you know i'm an 80s kid i was born in 81 so uh, I, I really, I mean, I don't know. I had to mow my lawns growing up. My brothers didn't do it. I mowed the lawn. <laughs> I, I, you know what? But I was, it gave me appreciation and gratitude at the end of the day. Cause look at the lawn. It looked beautiful. And I did that, <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, exactly. it was just a work ethic that my dad, you know, even just sweeping up the, the mess, he taught me a certain way that I had to sweep, you know, and mm-hmm. I'll never forget those things that really penetrated in me and it was all a work ethic you know yep and i'm sure like you say it helped you um be grateful for kind of what you have and what you can achieve as well um yeah i wonder i wonder what we can do to support that younger generation coming up and kind of show them the the value of that sort of hard work like you say um yeah it's it's a lot easier to take a maybe a less intense path uh career-wise and not put yourselves in those kind of pressures or, or um, yeah, stressful situations, but it's certainly, it's worth the payoff doing all that hard work. Absolutely. I just think we need to talk about it more. You know, Mm. we need to, we need to get to those high schools and those job fairs and uh, really just be advocates for the trades more. You know, I would love to see more and more of that. I'd love to see like, I don't know, commercials on tv for it you know Mm, i I just mm -hmm. just more more uh there's so much work out there again work money opportunity uh that people just need to go after it you know but uh, i think the more we talk about it bring it to the forefront uh the more hopefully it'll open that door for more discussion and uh you know 
people to join. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I wouldn't mind getting, um, picking your brains kind of artistically and, and, okay. and, um, getting some insight into what you're thinking when you're taking these photos and what your goal is when you step onto a site and how you kind of say, Oh, you know, that would be a good shot or I need to get myself up there. Or I just wonder if you have a overall vision of what you're trying to achieve in your photos um, and what you're trying to capture. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, I'm trying to capture, you know, the people, the humans doing the work. Um, and that's why, like I said, when I go out on the, the jobs, I almost, you know, I take, I take some time to talk to them prior to shooting them. You know, it's important to get them comfortable. Um, and, and I need to know if they even want their photo taken. Some of them don't, you know, I mean, I've had a very, very small handful of people that have been like, don't take my picture. And, and I absolutely respect that. No problem. There's so many people out here, just one person. Um, mm -hmm. But, uh, um, I mean, yeah, I guess with every job, I have an idea of what I'm looking for. Uh, you know, it depends on what's being built. Mm -hmm. um, you know, what what cranes are on, on the site, you know, uh, what heavy equipment's out there, you know, it all kind of, you know, once I step on there and I get to really see it, then I kind of evaluate it. You know, I have like it in my head prior, but then once you get there, it all changes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not all of it, but you know, it's different. You envision something and then when you see it, you're like, oh, wow, okay. It's not like I was actually envisioning. It's, it's now this instead or, um, you know, but uh, I, I do take time to evaluate the site. Um, I like to do a lot of perimeter stuff, you know, sometimes before I even get inside. Um, Talking to the hands, like I said, is really important um, when I get there as well. Before I even start shooting, uh, I talk to them. I mean, you know, I got to get their permission too that it's okay that I took their picture. Um, and and it's just you know opening up that communication. So if they do have any questions or, um, you know, and again, like so, I mean, I'm 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 OSHA ten certified, but I'm not an iron worker or a laborer or an electrician or a carpenter. So I haven't been trained you know, in all the safety specifics of what they're doing. So if there's something unsafe, you know, I kind of need to know. So I'm not shooting and getting someone in trouble as well. Mm. You know, it's the last mm. thing I want to do. Yeah. Um, you know, safety is my number one priority. Mm -hmm. um, I make, I evaluate, you know, where the safe spots are, you know, where if there's heavy loads being swung in with the crane, okay, I'm not going to go over there and stand at a load, you know, uh, you have to be so aware of your environment the whole mm -hmm. time you're there. Mm -hmm. And I'm behind a camera. So I'm not seeing sometimes what's happening around me. And mm -hmm. so I tell the guys, it's kind of my go to I go, you can yell at me. It's okay. I'll understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You know, just because I'm, I'm locked behind a camera, so I can't see at times. And I try to position myself where I'm not in any dangerous areas, but mm. there are at times where I'm right next to them doing work, you know, mm -hmm. um, and I don't want to be a distraction and I don't want to be in the way, but sometimes I am. And so I tell them, Hey, you know, if I'm this or that, let me know, you know, mm -hmm. if I'm too close, if I'm distracting, if I'm, you know, I'm a very open person. You can tell me just about anything. You know, mm -hmm. I'm the youngest of two older brothers that are iron workers. I got picked on really bad. <laughs> I got tough skin. Yeah. 
That's right. But, but so I, I want them to know, though, you know, you can talk to me, you know, um, don't be afraid. I'm human, too. You know, yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, you really, you're certainly um, getting yourself into situations, uh, not situations, but positions like you're right up there doing it, you know, you're, you're way up, you're uh, getting some really epic photos. Um, and you must feel like you have played some part in the, in the team and also in the construction of that structure, you know, you're really documenting it, you're a part of the process almost, it's quite cool. Thank you. Yeah, I do. And and that's a whole nother thing that I get out of the work I do is it is very gratifying. It, it makes me feel like I'm a part of something way bigger than me. I mean, I am, you know, uh, it's, it's huge. You know, these, these, these structures that are being built, these people that I'm talking to, uh, it's just epic to me, you know, it, and, uh, it makes me feel really good as a photographer. Um, you know, that I, I get these opportunities to be right next to them working, working hard too, you know, and, yeah. and they get to see that I'm all over these job sites. I mean, <laughs> I'm walking my butt off, you know, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'm just walking around, but it's a lot of walking. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of evaluating. It's a lot of making sure I'm not in a pinch spot. I'm not in a blind spot. I'm not under a load. I'm not in anybody's way. Uh, cause things are happening constantly and you, you have to be aware all the time, you know, but, but getting those cool shots, you know, uh, mm. is part of my thrill too. You know, um, I can honestly say before I started this, I was afraid of heights. I was totally oh, wow. afraid of heights. I couldn't even walk on like a little brick wall without being scared. Like, Oh my God. <laughs> but I had to get over that. I had to mm -hmm. get over that. Like right now, if this is what I was going to choose to do, uh, the first high rise I went on was a 10 story high rise. And you know, I got like this feeling when I would get next to the edge mm -hmm. and I was like, why am I feeling this way? You know, oh my mm -hmm. God, I need to back up. What, why, what's going on? You know? And it's really just psychological, you know, you're, mm. you have to like shake that out and, and be like my basic, um, know how is going to get me through where I mm. need to be. Mm. I, and I had to have an operator tell me that one time, actually, I was climbing a building in San Francisco. Uh, it was this, it's the Salesforce tower in San Francisco. If you look it up, it's the tallest building, I think like West of the Mississippi or something. It's mm. huge. This is huge building right and so mm. we're climbing to the very top of it wow. you take an elevator to like 60 something floors and then from there to the very top it's scaffolding inside mm. all of this architectural mm, steel uh mm. and so you're exposed right it's all open uh mm. except the scaffolding going right up the center of this building wow. and i'm like white knuckling the rails you know, I'm terrified because all I have is this view of San Francisco too. Like I am looking at everything. There yeah. is nothing taller than me. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and I'm terrified, right? Mm -hmm. Going up wasn't so bad. It was actually the coming down that scared me the most mm -hmm. because I'm coming down into this, oh my God, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the operator that's walking behind me, uh, he sees that I'm like really scared and he's like, you know how to walk up and down stairs, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, I feel stupid now, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was almost, I, I needed to hear that. I needed to hear that basic, like one foot in front of the other mm. and you'll, you're, you're fine. Mm -hmm. You just keep going and you're fine. Get out of your head, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, 
And it was, I mean, that helped me throughout. I mean, from then on, I was like, you're so right, dude. Thank you for telling me that. I needed to hear that, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but that job was gnarly. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> that was really gnarly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was amazing. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. But those are like those epic opportunities too, that like, I just jump on someone offers me, Hey, I've got, I've got this opportunity for you. Uh, what do you think? And I mean, I'm not even thinking I'm already saying yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Great. <laughs> Cause you know, I, I can't, I don't know. Yeah. It, it's, it's important to get those things. I mean, I'm being safe. I'm not doing anything unsafe. You know, it's mm. just getting the opportunity, you know? Oh really. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You're kind of making history taking those photos really when you think of how long those buildings are going to be around for and what they mean to the community. It's, it's pretty, pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. 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 No, I know it should be celebrated more. You know? Yeah. I wish definitely. like, I wish there was like some sort of like placard thing that could be done on like every building, uh, almost like thanking the people that built it, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's just me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, important. it's a recognition of hard work that was done to have this amazing infrastructure building, whatever it is here for so long, you know? Yes. Um, I mean, growing up, my dad built downtown LA. And so when we would ever get on that five freeway and pass downtown LA, he would point at all those high rises that he built. And I, as a kid was just so amazed and proud you know mm -hmm. like i that that level of pride was like oh my god you what you did that that's crazy you know mm -hmm. good for you dad you know or whoever i mean i'm proud of everybody that's involved in it because yeah. you know it is not for everyone it isn't for you know people that are i don't know timid or scared you know i mean it definitely makes you either man up or woman up right now you mm -hmm. know and i think some people need that yeah true yeah so, awesome yeah. Right. Well, I guess to tie all that in, I actually wouldn't mind talking about that photo that's right behind you at the moment in your shot. Um, <laughs> that sh that photo, um, for those uh, who are obviously listening, we can't see the photo, but it's um, it's called Lunch Atop a Skyscraper, and it's a very iconic image. Um, I think even people who aren't connected with the construction industry have probably seen that photo um, it's a bunch of, um, I'm assuming they're iron workers, I get their construction mm -hmm. workers. That's for sure. Um, way up, um, suspended on, I can't remember what the building is. I know it's in New York. I know it's a really high, high rise building. I think, um, I want to say it's Rockefeller center. Yes. I think I, that's I'm it. pretty sure that's it. Yeah. Um, and they're out there on a big piece of steel and, and they're having their lunch, um, floating with the gods really all the way up there. Um, right. and it's a really kind of, um, transcendent, uh, photo. I think that a lot of people feel connected to that. Even I, I know myself, people who aren't in the industry and I've walked into people's houses before and they have that photo up on the wall and you know, they're, they're not interested in construction at all, but there's something about that image, um, that portrays a sense of camaraderie, um, you know, hard work, um, and then uh, showing those men sitting on that beam as a kind of heroic guys because they're, they're taking it all in their stride, if you know what I mean. It's just another day yeah. to them, the way that that photo is set up. Right. It's really clever. Right. Like it's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Like we yeah. do this every day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Which is just outrageous, but uh, cool. very mm -hmm. cool at the same time. Um, so yeah. I was just wondering, what do you think, 
makes that image so great. And then I'm sure you're kind of aiming for something quite similar in your own photography to, to tie those yeah. things together, like the camaraderie of the people who work together with the heroic nature of what they're doing and really, you know, representing those people well. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I love that photo. I mean, obviously, it sits here in my office, uh, mm-hmm. and it was gifted to me from a friend that, you know, knows what I love. Mm-hmm. But um, that photo, now, I'm pretty sure that photo, I mean, I want to say that was kind of staged, too, as well. I'm pretty yeah. sure the history on that, they had them all sit there like that. So I have an image that is... I would say kind of comparable to this, but mm. I think it's better um, mm-hmm. because it wasn't staged. Mm-hmm. I was on the Wilshire Grand Tower in downtown LA, which mm-hmm. is the tallest building, second tallest uh, west of the Mississippi. The The Salesforce Tower in Frisco is the tallest. And so the Wilshire Grand in LA is the second tallest. And I got to climb that to the very mm-hmm. top. And on my climb, I'm on like the seven. 70th floor maybe or 60 top 60s close to 70s I think it's a 74 story building Mm -hmm. um but uh I'm shooting the job and I'm with like the safety guy and we come around a corner and I see these two guys and I'll get the photo right now actually I printed Mm -hmm. it it's hanging in my room (laughs) I had to because it is a very epic photo but it was such a like I would have never expected this to be happening on their break. Um, I was lucky to turn the corner and see them doing this, but it Mm -hmm. was really something that I was like, wow, this is really cool. And it was his first time doing this. So this guy has continued to do this, but let me grab it so you can see. Yeah, sure. Of course. Yeah. So. (sighs) Oh, wow. Yeah, that's really cool. Right. So you can yeah. see he's got the, the lunchbox with the mirror. Yeah. Right. And it's an old school one too. That's mm. like one of like your old original, you know, cut hair type things, you mm-hmm. know? And so you see all the structural steel. I mean, it just, so this kid's a barber. He cuts hair, uh, you know, when he's not ironworking. Sorry, mm-hmm. that glare on there is annoying. But um, I really dig this photo yeah. because it's so real, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, it was a real thing happening. It wasn't staged. I didn't make them or put that together. Mm -hmm. I happened to just turn the corner and he was, they were on their break and he's cutting this guy's hair and his hard hat sitting off to the side, his, his belt sitting down there. Like you see the view of LA in the background. Like, I don't know. That's just nothing you can fake. And you know, it was just Mm -hmm. so real. Mm -hmm. Uh, it was the hustle too. This kid's hustle. Like, you've got some tenacity in you kid to be also cutting hair on your break. You're also earning now extra money. (laughs) Like I got to give it to him. Um, but that photo right there is probably my favorite because it reminds me of that one. Mm. You know, it's, it's something that you, you don't see, right. It's not something that's your typical working pose or whatever, you know, it's something different, but Mm -hmm. it's on the job. And, and their hands, you know, these two guys are iron workers. Mm-hmm. And when they're not getting their hair cut, they're working very, very hard, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. But that was the first time this kid cut hair on the job. That was his first haircut. Uh, so it was kind of cool. All, you know, he ended up contacting me and I gave him the photo. And, and mm-hmm. he told me, you know, that was my first haircut. And I was like, that's so 
cool that you're even doing that, you know, like props to you Mm -hmm. uh, for offering this on a Friday to the guys, you know, or the Mm -hmm. girls that whatever need a haircut and, you know, time is cut short sometimes and you work your life away and why not get your haircut on your break if you can? Oh yeah, definitely. And help another brother out, you know? Yeah. Um, And that's what it's about too is, is helping each other, you know? And, Mm -hmm. and that shows the humanity in these individuals that they are brothers or sisters or, you know, cousins or whatever, you know, they're humans and they all live, uh, you know, live and breathe just like anybody else. And, and, um, I don't know, it's just a real level of gratitude that, that I feel, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm um, it's just a, it's just a connection and emotional everything you know i get i get excited behind this kind of stuff yeah absolutely but it's unique you know it's Mm. not what's special about this kind of stuff is it puts me right next to these people Mm. right next to them Mm. seeing what they're doing every move that they're making and um not every not everybody can have that viewpoint right Mm -hmm. and so to offer that viewpoint uh i think it's important to be right next to them, you know, or, or even at a distance because I can zoom in with my lens, you know, and not have to be right on top of them to get that cool photo, you know, but, um, being there with them, uh, right next to them, like I said, at times is really cool and not anybody can do that, you know, not, uh, and so, you know, I just offer something kind of different and special, you know, when I do go to these jobs because, you know, I just have a connection to them right away. And, um, I like to kind of, you know, get in the mix of it. It makes me feel proud as, as a photographer, you know, that Mm -hmm. I've done everything I can to, to celebrate them and get them in the best light, you know? Yeah. Oh, well, you certainly have in that photo. That's a, that's an epic shot. Yeah. (laughs) Congrats on that. (laughs) That's great. It only Um, sits here, like between me and this guy that's in the photo, we're the only ones that have it. Um, Oh, really? Oh, so it's not, uh, I I don't know. You know, it's, it's. Yeah. Too special. (laughs) I mean, it's very special, but it just, you know, I keep it for my own specialty. I don't have it like offered as something to be purchased and printed, Mm. you know, Mm. um, I'm sure the guys wouldn't mind. I, I don't have like, a specific release signed on that photo. Um, Mm -hmm. but I can contact them like, you know, and I know who they are. Uh, so I'm in contact with them, but, um, maybe one day it'll be offered, (laughs) but I kind of, you know, it's, it's something I, I hold my imagery to like a super high standard. Right. And it's Mm -hmm. almost to a fault because I hold on to it. Like Mm. it's all, I, no one can have it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But it's all, I mean, I like to give it to the workers, but it's also like I'm emotionally connected to it, you know? And so I think a part of me is hard to let go of that as well. You know, Um, I've got a lot of great imagery that I could be selling and printing and, and a part of me makes it, I'm like afraid. (laughs) Really? Yeah, I guess. Cause it's a part of you, right? You know, like you're giving something away. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of pride, don't get me wrong, and a lot of gratitude, too, to know that someone would love my artwork, you know, or, or a photo I took. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I kind of grapple with those feelings of, you know, I'm just super emotionally attached to all my photos. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah. That's awesome. That's great. So I wonder what, what are the goals for the future for your, for under construction photography and, and for you and 
what kind of projects do you have in mind that you're willing to share or anything like that? Yeah, yeah. So I've been working down in San Diego on a MCTC JV project for a year and a half now. It's a, it's a trolley extension in, in La Jolla, San Diego. Um, I'm making a book for that project. Mm. So that's something that's really um, kind of been really neat and like a whole other side of what I do. You know, it's mm-hmm. opening that door to myself and potential more work and clients that are interested in something like that, you know, that I'm, I offer, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going through like a, a yearbook company uh, that actually my daughter's school uses. Um, and this book's going to be amazing. It really puts, again, a lot of like pride and gratitude uh, into what I do. I'm creating this from scratch and it's all my photos. Nobody else's imagery is in this book. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the subcontractors and contractors are going to get this at the end of the project. Mm. Um, so that's something that I'm working on currently, been working on it for a while now. Um, what was really cool about that project was I shot 329 workers, uh, 120 staff. Um, and so each worker got a print out an eight by 10 photo of themselves that I took of them working. Wow. Um, so that was really, really neat. It got me to connect with these men and women again on like a whole nother emotional connection as well, you know, um, which is all very vital and important to me to continue my success. You know, mm-hmm. um, I feel successful when I'm making them happy, you know, and yeah. I'm giving them that, you know, I've had messages from wives and children saying that was my husband or that was my father or that was my mother that you put in your story or in your thread. And thank you so much. You know, mm-hmm. um, I just had a guy last week tell me that, that his wife and kids watch my stories because he's in them sometimes or, you know, cause I shoot that project so much, you know, they get excited. And, and that's what I love to bring to the table is that enjoyment, enjoyment out of it, you know, for the families. Uh, it's really important to see how hard their loved ones work during the day. Cause they don't get to see it. They only see what they come home to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to, to bring that to the forefront is extremely important, you know, for, for the families and friends, you know, that just, yeah. you know, again, don't have any clue, you know, and so it gives them a very, I mean, like me, it's pride, you know, it, it builds a lot of pride. Um, so I've been working with also uh, the Western Steel Council for the iron workers, uh, the Western Steel Council is kind of a rep, they're an organization of contractors. Um, and so they hired me. Um, it's kind of, it's been weird because it's been hard because this pandemic really mm-hmm. threw a wrench in my work to a certain degree. Mm. I've lost contracts because of it. Um, but, uh, and working through it hasn't, you know, there's been some difficulty and some trying times, you know, but, mm-hmm. uh, working for the Western, Western steel has been really great. Cause it's all, it's all promotional work for them. You know, they're an entity that has no entity out there and they wanted to create one. They want to start creating one for themselves, you know, mm-hmm. um, a lot of the workers, so when the workers, the iron workers negotiate their contract, they negotiate against the Western Steel Council. Mm-hmm. Um, and so part of that is, you know, is to, I don't know, spotlight and celebrate these contractors as well. You know, they're not the enemy per se, as maybe they may be viewed, right? Um, okay. They want 
just as much as you do. They're just the management level of things, you know, but uh, it's the celebration. They hired me because I celebrate the workers and that's mm. what they want. Um, and, and that's what I love to do. So <laughs> <laughs> um, that's been a really cool project working with the Western Steel. Um, I'm going to be going after their district council as well, actually, oh. where that covers California and vicinity. Um, just kind of, you know, offering the same stuff, you know, it's, I think it's good on a uh, historical documentation level as well, you know, that uh, these projects and these workers, they need to be documented. Uh, it's good for historical value, you know, looking Absolutely. back 20 years from now or 30 or 40 or however long that, that imagery is going to be really important. Um, I mean, it's important now, but it's, it's, going to be viewed a lot more at value, I think, down the road, you know, and mm -hmm. so to capture that now, what I, and I just said this, I go, what I shoot today is tomorrow's history, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and, and so documentation of, of the history being made every day, you know, and now during a pandemic makes it kind of even more vital, you know, to have this firsthand, um, experience and imagery of what's going on, you know, in our construction world, you know, and what these workers are having to go through to adhere to safety standards and stuff because of it. Um, you know, so 30 years from now or whatever, we can look back at these images and go, oh, wow, or our grandkids are going to look at it and go, oh, wow, you guys went through that, huh? You know, how did you manage, you know, and we're going to go, well, we did, you know, and you know, I just think it's really important. The historical value of it is, is really, um, and so that's kind of part of obviously what I offer is, is that side of it as well. Um, that, you know, like making this book for this job in San Diego. Um, I think that I wish and hope and pray that more contractors would actually do that. Uh, if they have the money and the means to, it's celebrating your workforce at a, a very great level. You know, uh, that project down south, those workers knowing what I'm doing for them, at, you know, and that project, uh, the level of gratitude, it was enormous, you know. Mm. I mean, it still is. And um, I just love that, you know. And so I just, that's like kind of one thing I wish that like all the projects, you know, that have the funding for it, do it. Why mm. not? Why wouldn't you? Oh, uh, yeah. You know, for morale, uh, it's huge just for the morale standards on your job sites. Um, you know, it just goes a long way. Sometimes a, a little thing like a photo of somebody that mm -hmm. it just can go a long way, you know, and, and it's the documentation of it and then creating something out of it, you know, that they can keep forever as well. Like that book, you, you know, that's something that's going to sit on my coffee table forever, you know, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and I know it's going to be at other homes as well. And that's really uh, a gratifying feeling, you know, that, that, I've been able to do that for them, you know, that they can show their families and their friends, look at this is me and this is the project that I worked on and this is a multi-billion dollar project, you know, that, that some guys have been on for three years or longer, you know, and, and um, that's three years of their life. Mm -hmm dedicated to this job you know more dedicated to the job than they are at home you know mm -hmm. so to give that to them yeah i just wish more contractors would do that because uh it's just really really cool
you know oh yeah it really is i really think you're on to something yeah. there and and I, I don't see why um you know those big contractors or big companies do that i, I could only imagine if you're putting up a structure like that you'd want it documented in some way surely um and like you right. say to do that and to be able to add value to those people who are who are, were a part of it and for them to be like i mean you're helping them feel proud of themselves really which is really right. awesome you know that and that's a big thing i mean even myself i don't i don't build big things like that but we build houses and um i might take the odd photo of my own work but i don't think i've got one photo of me building at all and i've been doing it for like seven years you know so oh no yeah right <laughs> so, and that's so a good I, know, point. I, know, I feel like i would appreciate that you'd be like hey right. yeah you know that was a part of my story that's something i did so yeah i can that's, imagine that's the a value. good point i've had a lot of guys actually say that to me that they've never had someone do what i'm doing and so that side of it as well is they're like wow that's really cool that you're doing this like they always mm. like what an awesome job you have and i'm like oh no right <laughs> but it is cool because you work hard and not who gets to see that, mm, you mm, know? And, mm. and I think we need to see that because it's important to who you are. You're mm. going to feel respected. You're going to feel better being out there. Um, you're not going to feel like you're just a number, you know, there's a, a level of respect that's brought to that's leveled up right there, you know, um, and, and it makes those workers. So, I mean, I know the construction industry can kind of be a revolving door at times, right? Mm -hmm. um, hopefully it helps secure that and, and, and lessens that revolving door and keeps these workers more happy and staying where they're at and performing mm -hmm. better as well, you know, because they, sh they see they're being, appreciated for the work that they're doing you know yeah, yeah. that that really goes a long way definitely um yeah i know throughout my time in my career just a a thank you can make a whole year's yes. worth of of sweat and tears all worth it really or you know that that show of gratitude like hey good job or a pat on the back it's like that's all we really need to be honest uh we you know that and and something like your projects that you're doing that on such a epic scale is um yeah that that's something that those guys will remember forever so yeah thanks for doing that oh thank you thanks <laughs> I, I i'm very happy to do it you know i mean i just really can't see myself doing anything else at this point in life you know um it, it gives me a lot of gratitude and, and appreciation so you know awesome thanks no worries <laughs> yeah i wonder if we could um if we could close on um maybe if you have just a quick fire, um, little bit of advice. There's a lot of um, people, especially with the rise of things like Instagram, um, uh, there's a lot of more people documenting their work and in, in construction and what they're doing um, and trying to get good photos of sites or even other people working. I wonder if you have any quick insider tips that you're willing to share on maybe how to get a good shot on a construction site. Yeah, I mean, I would first say that uh, safety, you know, mm -hmm. is really number one uh, on every single job site. And so uh, your proper PPE is extremely essential. Um, that would be like my number one. Uh, make sure you have all your proper safety PPE. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, from there, know your safety, you mm -hmm. know. Uh, I mean, I'm OSHA 10 certified. And it's important 
because you're in dangerous, you're in a very dangerous environment and it is not for everybody. Uh, and so to be aware of your surroundings is extremely important. Um, communicating to the workers, mm. talking to them, letting them know that you're there. Um, mm. Because if there is something that's going to go down and you're behind a camera and you can't see, you've opened the door of communication with them already now so they can say, hey, you can't stand over there. Hey, don't take a picture of that. Or, you know, it just, it helps the process of all of it. Uh, if you are, you know, as soon as I get on site, like I said, before I'm even uh, shooting them, I'm talking to them first, getting them comfortable with me. So safety and comfortability, I say, are my two top mm. quick fire advice. <laughs> okay, nice, yeah. You know, I yeah. just, because those things are really, I mean, safety is number one, regardless yeah. of where you're at safety's first uh you have a safety orientation you got safety 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 so mm -hmm. um the safer you are the better you are you mm -hmm. know um mm -hmm. and so yeah that's what i would say make sure you're safe have some osha under your belt uh if you're gonna get into this industry of construction mm -hmm. um you know, know the environment you're choosing to be around and know that it's dangerous. I've seen dangers happen. I saw a guy fall off the iron right in front of me, actually. Wow. Uh, and it scared me. It, mm. it terrified me. I wanted to leave immediately, actually. I was like, I'm gone. I'm done. Wow. <laughs> I don't ever, I mean, it was just, it definitely, uh, it made me realize the dangers mm. and sometimes you don't realize until the danger happens and you're right there face to face with it and you're like wow this is real this is yeah. real and this happens actually all the time um mm. and so being aware of the dangers on your job is extremely important i wouldn't step foot on a job site if i didn't feel that i was being safe mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and so um and and when i first started doing shooting i stayed outside of those job sites i was perimeter shooting all the time you mm -hmm. know mm -hmm. because i didn't feel safe stepping foot until i felt safe um and i you know i had my safety in place then you know i could start working more on site but you know until my safety was was in line there was no way i was going on those jobs yeah definitely yeah, yeah. and and having some understanding of what's going on as well i mean you have that background so you kind of and like you say you're talking to the guy so you know what the work involves and you can position yes. yourself correctly to to take the photo or to be safe so yeah that's good advice right. thanks for that mm. right yeah because every day they're performing different work you know and so mm. you know every day you kind of need to know all right i like to be a part of those safety meetings too because sometimes they'll even ask me do you have anything you want to add tara and i'm like mm. yes i do actually <laughs> <laughs> put your mask on, wear your hard hat, wear your gloves, put your belt on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not their moms and I want to be, but, but, um, you know, I have to speak up as someone out there as well. You know, if mm -hmm. I want my job to be done right, um, if, you know, I have to be a voice as well. If I see something, I say something. And one thing my dad always told me was like growing up, you know, ask questions. And he always used to say, the only stupid question is the one you don't ask. Mm -hmm. So ask questions. They're not, mm -hmm. you know, how are you going to find out anything if you don't ask? Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. uh, if you have your mouth shut, you're not going to learn, you know? No. Um, 
So yeah, I, I question a lot. I say a lot. I'm very outspoken. I want them to know that I'm there mm -hmm. uh, because that's really important. If they don't know you're there. You can get injured, you know? So. Awesome. Oh, yeah. great. That's great advice. Thanks. All right. Um, Tara, I just want to thank you very much for your time and, and for getting to speak with you today. I really appreciate it. I really, from the heart, I appreciate what you're doing. I think your job is really important. It's, um, it's making, um, hopefully it's making changes the way that people view uh, our industry and how they view their own work and their own sense of self. Um, yeah, if you can, the way you take your photos and make these guys and gals look like heroes every day, it's, it's really valuable. So thanks for doing what you're doing. Um, thanks very much for your time and, and sharing it with, with me and my audience today. Yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate this opportunity. You know, um, the more people know, the more work I can hopefully garner mm -hmm, <laughs> and the more I can celebrate the working uh you know industry so thank you very much i really appreciate it as no well worries. thanks yeah. for all that you do <laughs> <laughs> cheers yeah actually i just want to give you a quick chance to kind of plug your maybe your instagram and your website and stuff like that and you let the people know uh where to find you and and okay. maybe if that um image behind you becomes for sale people can go ahead and grab it <laughs> one day yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah so my website is uh ucp.photos mm -hmm. um my company is under construction photography um my instagram is ucp by tara mm -hmm. if you search my name tara garner you should find me um i'm on instagram facebook youtube twitter Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just but, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, on, I'm out there, you know, and, and if you go to YouTube, you'll see some of the video work that I do. Not a lot. I haven't, I'm actually working on some right now and putting together some videos for the Western Steel Council. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, yeah ucp.photos is the website uh instagram's kind of a hot spot for me mm -hmm. um and that's ucp by tara awesome. is my instagram handle so. all right definitely yeah. go check that out yeah i really enjoy your um you. your instagram feed it's uh there's great photos if you enjoy photography and if you're in construction then that is the first place you should be going so yeah great all right thanks tara um <laughs> Well, good luck in the future and we might speak again soon one day. All right. I hope so. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Thanks for listening, friends. If, like me, you enjoy conversations about the love of building and creating, then please consider subscribing to the show and leaving a review at wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks very much to Tara for coming on and sharing her story. Uh, it was an absolute pleasure. You can... Follow her on Instagram at UCP by Tara, or lowercase. Or go check out her website uh, at ucp.photos. Uh, you can find all of her links to her content on there. Uh, the picture that we talked about on the show is in her Instagram feed, if you want to scroll through that. Or I'm going to try and chuck that up on, on my channel as well. Uh, Tara really made me think about the value of documenting not only your work but 
having at least one great photo of yourself working. So we should be proud of our efforts and have something to remember them by. I would challenge you to get a good shot, frame it and chuck it up on the wall. Hard work is valuable and it's worth celebrating. Thanks again to you for your time and your support. You can follow me on Instagram at chipawaycarpenter to keep up to date with what's happening on the podcast. Um, You can help me with our algorithmic overlords by giving me a review on Apple Podcasts. And until the next one, keep chipping away.